This is Retire with the Doctor with host Tom Lowry from Georgia Wealth Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years in the financial industry, Tom Lowry provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is the retirement doctor, Tom Lowry. Well, happy Sunday afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Ranger Tom. That's Tom Lowry with Georgia Wealth Advisors here in the retirement bunker with another episode of Operation Retirement as we're guarding the skies for those attacks on your happy retirement. With me today is, of course, General Tony Shore, who just came off of his lead command mission. Tony, how are you doing, <laughs> sir? And great job. Well, I'm doing great, Ranger Tom, and uh, and I definitely don't outrank you, so uh, watch what title you give me here. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's great to be back in the bunker with you here on Operation Retirement, uh, trying to keep people's retirement and finances safe uh, from all sorts of attacks out there. I mean, Tom, in past shows, you've talked about uh, how to protect our savings from inflation and the you know how to hedge against these rising health care and medical costs and that's so important i know you've been busy with that lately with open enrollment you talk to a lot of folks about where they're at with that and i i think this is all important tom and, and i know you've been keeping busy meeting with folks and so i encourage anyone listening out there uh give ranger tom a call because tom i know you're more than happy to sit down with folks but what are we talking about today well, Tony, I think since you, I believe you started off saying we're going to talk about attacks on retirement, right? And right. so if you think of that word attack, well, it's really attack. So we're going to talk about how taxes, uh, which are one kind of tax. attack, if you yeah. get my little uh, pun. joke on humor there, my little <laughs> pun, <laughs> is, is we're going to talk about taxes and retirement, Tony. There's a lot of misunderstanding, and I see hundreds of mistakes made by folks who could have saved themselves uh, more money in taxes, but simply did not plan properly by having, not having a good understanding of their tax code. And Tony, it's getting to where CPAs and tax preparers anymore, they don't give us advice moving forward on how to save money on taxes, right? We take our uh, information to the tax preparer, to our CPA, they prepare our taxes, they tell us how much it's going to be. And what our quarterly payments are going to be next year, but they don't stop. And by the way, this is, we're right here getting near the holiday season, Tony. It's going to be Thanksgiving and Christmas. This is the ideal time for the listeners out there to start doing any tax planning. Yep. And and my offer is to, to come in, bring your tax return in. We're going to show you how, by understanding your taxes, you'll know how to withdraw money. And in retirement, Tony, it's a big thing. You know, most of the time it's ordinary income. So Tony, you know, ordinary income when you're retired comes from your IRA distributions and pensions for the most part. So we're going to talk about that, about how taxes are going to affect your retirement, how your most tax hostile account, Tony, is that IRA. Remember that internal revenue. I'm sorry. 
that individual retirement account um, <laughs> because we're going to have to start taking RMDs out of there. So, Tony, I think there are a lot of topics we can talk about here just on how taxes and retirement are going to affect our listeners there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it's really important uh, to understand uh, how taxes will affect us once we get in retirement. And I think, like you said, there are a lot of mistakes people make. And I think, Tom, uh, the way I see it, a lot of it's from people have misconceptions or misunderstandings about what their tax situation is going to be like in retirement. Because so many people I know, including myself, my wife and I used to think this way, well, once we hit retirement, we don't have to worry about our taxes are going to go way down because we're not working. And a lot of people think that, don't they? They sure do. And as a matter of fact, it's how you have income in retirement on whether or not things like your social security are added to your taxable income based on uh, income from your other sources. So Tony, if I, for the listeners out there, just want to ask you, uh, and I'll ask the listeners, you know, you you know, just have a question about you on the ordinary brackets. And I'm just going to talk about, these are 2017 brackets, Tony. So if you made between zero and $18,650 in 2017, you're in a 10% tax bracket. Once you go to 8,651 to 75,900, you would be in the 15% tax bracket. But here's my question to you, Tony. If I made a dollar above that second tax bracket, so I'm in the 15% tax bracket, ladies and gentlemen, and and I make a dollar over that 75,900, so I make 75901 which pushes me into the 25% tax bracket. This is a good topic because I'm learning ways uh, how it works so we can understand what's happening and plan for it so we minimize that tax burden, especially in retirement. We don't want any extra uh, tax or tax burdens in retirement and all that um those qualified accounts where things went in tax-free, like you pointed out in the first segment, Tom, something that troubles a lot of people when we get to retirement, uh, rely on that 401k or that traditional IRA and you start pulling money out, but then you have to pay taxes on that money. That's right, Tony. So we want to talk about minimizing taxes. And I guess you could say you'd like to have the deck stacked in your favor, right, Tony? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so, so when I say a word deck, what I mean by deck is deductions, exemptions, and credits. All ah. right. That makes deck. So deductions, let, so let's kind of go over each one of them just sure. briefly for the listeners. A deduction, yep. you can look as, as a reduction to income, you know, for certain things that you spend money on. Now you're either going to track those things such as your mortgage interest, your medical expenses, uh, your uh, tax preparation fees, any of those things on a schedule A or where you would itemize those deductions or you take a standard deduction. Now, Tony, the standard deduction for 2017 is $6,350 per person. So a married couple would have $12,700. For the listeners out there, you're probably hearing a lot of talk about the new tax ideas. One of the ideas is to double those exemptions. In other words, make it about 25,000 for a married 
couple filing jointly. Well, for a lot of folks, that would help because when you retire, if you don't have enough deductions to itemize, you're going to take that standard deduction. So it does become important. For the listeners out there also, they ought to know that when you turn age 65 or older, you have an additional deduction per person of $1,250. So those are the deductions, Tony. Exemptions, you would think of as a, a as money that is exempted for doing something. And an exemption is really, we're exempted just for being alive. Do you know that, Tony? So... <laughs> So, so in 2017, nice. the personal exemption was 4050 bucks. So uh, Rosemary is a new grandmother, so I'm happy to tell the, the wonderful parents they just got a $4,050 deduction for this year because they have an extra family member, and it's usually holds true for all family members. Well, so as I've talked about deductions and exemptions, those two methods are reduce your taxes indirectly. And what I mean by that is they reduce your amount of taxable income and thereby reducing what you owe. The, the, the C in the word deck is a credit and a credit comes directly off of your uh, taxes. So if you owe the money and you have a credit to make up for it, it comes right off. And credits, Tony, believe it or not, they're designed to incentivize behavior. So some of the most well-known credits are the healthcare tax credit, the earned income tax credit. But Tony, I want to tell the listeners out there, and I'm kind of going to give an example uh, for the people with uh, um, that a, a less known credit is called the saver's credit. Tony, and a saver's credit was designed to help people put money into retirement accounts if they're in one of the t two lower income brackets. So let me use an example of Bill and Betty Smith. So Bill and Betty Smith, Bill are both over the age of 65. Let's say their income, their gross income was $36,000, but they were working part-time. So Bill worked part-time. He made about $2,500 or $3,000. So he made over $2,000 a year. So here's what happens. They're 36,000. We first minus their standard deduction of $12,700. Tony, as I said, they're both over 65. So they each have a deduction of 1,250. So we take that off times two and they both have that personal exemption by 4,000, which is 4,050 a person. So Tony, they get deductions of over $23,000. So I like to say that deductions and exemptions uh, help you to where your first several thousand dollars of ordinary income come in tax-free. Now, Tony, remember I mentioned that Bill went ahead and added $2,000 to an IRA. So you, they get to deduct that off their income. So that means their total deductions and exemptions, Tony, are $25,000. That means their taxable income was only 10,700 and that ordinarily they would be in the 10% tax bracket. So that would be, they would have to write a check to uncle Sam for 1,070, but guess what, Tony, because of the fact that bill decided to save that $2,000 in the IRA, not only does he take it off his taxable income, but he gets a savers credit. In this case, it would be a thousand dollars. 
So Tony, instead of writing a check to Uncle Sam for $1,070, he only writes a check for $70. Mm. But the problem is the CPAs and the tax preparers don't tell people that are working part-time in retirement this is one thing they should do or need to do or to take advantage of that savers tax credit. So isn't that interesting? But you see how with $36,000, they save themselves $1,000 of income by saving money in their retirement, and they only paid the $70 of annual income. That's why it's so important. And Tony, that's just one of the things folks need to be aware of. I want to talk to you about a few things that really make, um, you know, the amount of taxes you wind up paying is more than you think about. Because in retirement, there's a lot of things you need to understand. One is the required minimum distributions that come from your IRA, how your capital gains really work, when your social security benefits get taxed. Tony, if you're in a higher income, you know you pay more Medicare premiums than than you would if you were in a lower tax bracket. A lot of folks are considering Roth conversions uh, from large IRAs. There's a 3.8% net investment income. Uh, and there's a couple things called PEP and peeves. I noticed I didn't say pet peeve, but I said PEP and peeve. And PEP is your personal exemption phase out. And peeves is a reduction in the itemized deduction re- phase out. They're, these are called phase out. The personal exemption phase out and the P's phase out reduces itemized deductions. So the other thing is obviously alternative minimum tax. So um, I just want to kind of talk as time allows on how these things affect people's income and retirement. And number one is that RMD. So Tony, I want to kind of explain to listeners how RMDs work and when they work. Now, Tony, is am I supposed to be 70 when I take out my first RMD or am I supposed to be 71 or seven, what age am I supposed to be? <laughs> when you take out your required, I think it's 71 and a half. They actually throw a half year in there. Why? Well, I don't know. You, you were close. It's 70 and a half, but oh, 70 you're and right. a half. Yeah. They, you said 71, but it's 70 yeah. and a half, which is crazy. So what that means, ladies and gentlemen, if your birthday is between January 1st and uh, June 30th of of the year, if you turn 70 in those months, you have to take out your RMD the same year you turn 70. If you are at between June and December 31st, well, you get one more year. But the way they work out is there's actually a life expectancy factor that you take the value of your IRA as of 1231 the previous year, you take your life expectancy factor, which is in on publication 590 of the IRS. You can call us for the table. We'll be happy to give it to you. But if you're 70 and a half, the LX or life expectancy factor is actually 27.4. So wow. ladies and gentlemen, if you had 500,000 in your IRA, you would divide by that 27.4 and you'd find out that you have to pull out $18,248. Again, $18,248 would be your RMD. Now, Tom, last segment, uh, you said you might have some examples for us. And then in the break, you were talking about something about provisional uh, retirement or provisional tax and social security tax. Um, I was a little confused by that. What were you talking about? 
So, Tony, once you retire, you know, Social Security, portions of your Social Security can be taxed. In fact, up to 85% of what you receive from Social Security can be added to your taxable income. But in order to figure out how much you'll have to pay on your Social Security, you need to understand what is called your provisional income. So here's what Uncle Sam does to figure out provisional income. You take one half of the Social Security benefits you receive and you add that to all other income. So if you receive money from your IRA, you add it to that IRA distributions. Any dividends and capital gains, you add to that. If you worked at a part-time job or or you receive rents from your business, anything like that, you put in your ordinary income, your dividends, capital gains, and they even include non-taxable interest like you would receive from municipal bonds. Add that together and then you look at, once you figure out what your provisional income is, you've got to look at the threshold. So I'll give you an example of a threshold for a married couple that if their provisional income is less than $32,000, none of their Social Security is added to their taxable income. However, if their income is between $32,000 and $44,000, Tony, they have to add 50% of their Social Security into their taxable income. And once it gets above $44,000, they have to add 85% of anything over that to their taxable income. Now, I know that's a lot of numbers and anybody listening on the radio wouldn't be able to follow it. But let me give you two examples, Tony. I think we can all uh, listen to these numbers. Let's say I have $60,000, but I'm going to give you two examples. Got a retired person. They make $60,000. In this first example, I'm going to assume that 20000 comes from Social Security and 40000 they pulled out of their IRA. But you have to figure out the provisional income. In this example, the provisional income is 50000 And because of that, you have to add $11,100 of that 20000 is going to be added to their taxable income. That's about 55%. Okay, Tony, it was $60,000 of that, the 11000 of their Social Security was taxed. Let's take that same 60000 but let's say we waited and we took uh, Social Security later, we took it at set, let's say it's 40000 in Social Security, and all we did was pull the other 20000 uh, of the IRA. Tony, what that means is now only $4,000 of our Social Security is taxed. And remember on the other example, 11000 of it was taxed? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Let me just give you the bottom line. Well, that means the person who had to pull out 40000 from their IRA are going to pay about $3,237 in taxes, Ouch. where the person that only pulled out 20000 is going to have a tax bill of about $70. You hear me, ladies and gentlemen, the difference between $3,200, the same amount of income, we paid 3,200 in federal income, or we paid 70. I find situations all day long that we can save thousands of dollars just by picking out, you, you have to know the right tools and strategies. You have to know how to allocate Roth IRA distributions, 
your traditional and your non-IRA accounts. It's what we enjoy doing, Tony, and, and to receive that tax map and see if you could receive several thousand dollars in tax savings just by setting up your retirement income a bit differently, please give us a call. Now, you deal with retirement planning, income planning, and of course, minimizing the tax burden for people. So you've seen a lot of mistakes that people have made. And uh, what are some of those mistakes and how do we avoid them? So, of course, we've been talking about the mistakes of of how and when to, to, to withdraw monies from what type of accounts. But the other big mistakes I see, a, a lot of folks postpone updating their estate plan. You know, as you retire, we may have done a will or a trust or powers of attorney, maybe when the kids were little bitty babies because who want to make sure they were covered. And now when you retire, people have different plans about where they want their assets going and they haven't looked at their estate plan. And it's usually one of the things you really need to take a look, folks. You need to to either get with an estate planning attorney or come in and visit with us. We'll help you review it. If we need to visit with one of our estate planning attorneys, make sure the powers of attorney, the wills, the the estate plan is is set up the way you want to. We we always put that in our back drawer and never get to it. And I've seen many times where someone's passed away and because they did not up, update that, they have the wrong beneficiaries on their qualified accounts. So Tony, you know, if I have a half a million dollars in my 401k and this is a situation actually had a, a married couple where the wife was able to save a million dollars in her 403b for as a school teacher, they, they, she had worked for 40 years she had been married to the same man for over 30 years. They had everything in their will share and share alike. But guess what happened? The woman had still had her sister as the beneficiary from 40 years ago. And when she passed away, that million dollar 403B went to the sister instead of to the husband. So not getting beneficiaries set up properly on re- retirement accounts, that's is extremely important not filing social security properly. Folks will file it at 62 just because they think it won't be there. They don't understand how delayed retirement credits might allow uh, that benefit to roll up significantly higher. You may collect more in a lifetime of social security if you wait on taking those benefits. So we sit down and we put together an entire compass plan that shows you what income you should be pulling out from which accounts how much tax savings that gets for you. So it's a, a thorough review of their entire plan, Tony. Wow. Well, I think that's really important and very, very helpful. Now, this topic is huge, and I know a lot of people out there uh, have concerns about their tax situation and their tax burdens, and they want to get a second opinion, and that's something you can help them with, right? Absolutely. Just bring a copy of your most recent tax return or your most recent last two years tax return would be even better, Tony. We'll do a thorough review. We'll find out exactly how much income you're going to need in retirement and what the best way to keep your taxes at the very minimum are. Awesome. Well, I think that's fantastic. Now, Tom, why don't you let us know once again, before we go today, how our listeners can get a hold of you and do that. Folks, you can give us a call this afternoon. We actually have uh, operators ready. If you have a personal question, you'd like to talk to me personally. My folks can get a hold of me even on Sunday. And our phone number is 678-638-6363. Again, 678-638-6363. 
6363 or go to gawealth.com. Folks, I want you to enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon. I look forward to seeing the folks that would like to come see us. But by golly, enjoy the rest of your Sunday afternoon and God bless America. Thank you for listening to Retire with the Doctor. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Tom Lowry at Georgia Wealth Advisors. Call 678-638-6363 or visit the website at retirewiththedoctor.com. That's retirewiththedr.com. Tom Lowry and Georgia Wealth Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Retirement doctor is a nickname and Tom Lowry is not an actual doctor. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.